a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to Life, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is our last live program before Christmas, and I am, uh, I'll tell you what, it's made me feel a little bit looser. It's like one of those uh, senioritis type days, or uh, maybe you're in high school and it's the last day of school before the big long uh, vacation. I'm feeling a little loose and a little free and uh, a little excited to get home to my uh, wife and brand new baby. Uh, because, of course, the Christmas holiday is coming and I want to celebrate with them. That is uh, the crux of our next segment. Uh, it is the Christmas season, the holiday season. You, there's a high likelihood that you're going to be traveling someplace. You're going to go visit uh, grandma or your mom or your in-laws or someone, uh, but you're going to be either on the road or in the air. Uh, and we are learning as we open the newspaper today that folks are traveling in, in big numbers. One of the stories I saw uh, said that some 42 million Americans will be traveling this Christmas season. That is uh, 13% of the country. Uh, the 42 million, that's pretty much the population of California uh, is going to be traveling. Imagine an entire state, uh, certainly a state of the size of California traveling. That's pretty intense. Anyway, uh, we this segment have invited Nancy Vollmer from uh, the Salt Lake International Airport. She's going to uh, give us some insight on what's happening there and how we can best prepare ourselves uh, for our airport experience. Uh, Nancy, I'm grateful to you for joining us. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Let me thank you in particular because I know that on days like these, on Fridays before breaks, you probably are getting phone calls from all the news folks around town. I think uh, in our own newsroom, you've probably received a few calls. Everyone wants to know uh, what what we should be doing and how we should be behaving at the airport. What's the first piece of advice you give folks showing up at the airport today? If there was one piece of advice, I would say get to the airport early. Um, the good news is people are traveling and it's bustling out here already. But it will take a little extra time, depending on when your flight leaves, to get through uh, the security checkpoint. So we always have a number of tips to pass along to passengers just to help make their travels through the airport a little less stressful. And the number one thing is get to the airport early. If you're taking a domestic flight, we recommend for two hours prior to the boarding time. And if you're traveling internationally, three hours is a suggested time. And uh, we, we, you bring in kids to the airport. Uh, there are strollers and bottles. And how do you, I'm, I'm a new father myself, so a lot of my questions these days have been focused around how do I handle moving around with my own baby. Uh, are, are there special things to know about the stroller and the bottles? And uh, uh, do you have to keep the bottle under three ounces? What, what do we need to know for children traveling? Right. Yeah. In fact, uh, TSA has a great website that talks about if you're a new parent and you're traveling with infants, uh, what you can and cannot pack. So I always recommend that people go to that TSA.gov website. But just a couple of points for getting through security. Um, you know, there's, it's again, arrive early, but dress for the security screening. So if you don't have, um, TSA pre-check or clear, um, you can really simplify your experience just by avoiding like bulky jewelry, scarves, hair accessories, 
any large belt buckles, just because those types of items will probably require additional screening. Um, it's always a good idea, too, that um, you, to just to, if you're wrapping gifts and traveling with gifts, that you put them in gift bags instead of wrapping paper, you know. And a lot of times uh, during the holidays, people are traveling with food as well. There's no problem with traveling with baked goods or other solid foods if you're taking that on your carry-on luggage. But if you're traveling with, like, jams or sauces or gravies, anything that's a liquid, it will need to be in that 3.4 ounces or less to have in your carry-on. Oh, 3.4. to need to be in the check bag. Uh, you, you, you mentioned something there a moment ago, and it's about gifts. You said put them in gift bags, don't wrap them, uh, because otherwise there's a good chance that TSA will require them to be unwrapped. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah, and we don't like to do that any more than you want us to do that either. So, um, you know, it's and, and you know, a lot of people they they travel frequently and they know a lot of this, but other people they don't come out to the airport too often, and so it's just a good chance when you're at home and packing just to think a little bit about how you're packing too. For example, for your carry-on bag, if you have any electronics that are larger than a cell phone, um, make those easily accessible so that when you get to that security checkpoint, you can take them out, put them in the bin, and go through. Um, everything that goes through the security checkpoint, if it's going smoothly, things move very quickly. But if there's something that needs to be double-checked or stopped, then it, the line tends to get backed up. Something just came to mind. You, you were talking about uh, folks who are already familiar with the protocol at the airport and with TSA. I, in jobs over the course of my little career, I've done a lot of flying. I, I don't know if I would call myself a frequent flyer, uh, but uh, but every month or so I, I may be on an airplane going here or there. So I am familiar with the with how things go. I know to, if I can wear slip-on shoes, that's just fine uh, and going to make things easier. Have all have my belt off if if I need to do that. I I think there are, there are two classes of, of traveler. There's the frequent traveler who are well familiar, and then there is the occasional traveler. And I'd imagine that around Christmas time, it's more so the occasional traveler who's uh, doing more of an atypical journey out to see their family. And I guess if I could make a plea, and uh, you, you can join me if you'd like, but uh, I, I'd say this to those who are familiar with the process: there are going to be some folks who aren't, and be a little patient with them as they figure things out, and maybe uh, give them a hand and, and give them. A some advice yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. And especially if you haven't been out to the Salt Lake City Airport recently, there's been a number of road changes leading into the airport and exiting the airport because of the construction, because we're building a new airport. In fact, this will be the last holiday season that will be in Terminal 1 and Terminal 2. So next year will be a totally new terminal. But just be aware that the road has changed. So if you're going into the economy parking lot, there might be a little bit of a difference in what you've seen in the past. And then when you're exiting, let's say you're picking up passengers, we do have a new, uh, well, I guess it's fairly new, about a year old, a park and wait lot. So if you're waiting to pick up passengers, we have a great spot for you to go. You can get a bite to eat. You can get a drink. I'm just wait there until your passenger is at the curb with their luggage because there's a lot of congestion curbside, and that just helps to lessen some of that stress and anxiety for those picking up passengers. T tell me about what's going on Christmas Eve. So we have some fun entertainment planned on Christmas Eve day. We have local musicians, and they're scheduled to perform throughout the day. And they're just going to create a festive mood for all those holiday travelers. And then we also understand that Santa Claus is making a special... Uh, 
appearance just to take those last-minute Christmas wishes, and he'll be both in the pre- and post-security area. So that's just a fun way to make it a little bit more uh, memorable for those passengers who are traveling the day before Christmas. Outstanding. We're speaking to Nancy Vollmer with the Salt Lake International Airport about some of the extra things we ought to keep in mind as we approach the airport uh, to travel off this holiday season to see Grandma or our cousins or whoever we might be visiting uh, to celebrate this time of year. Uh, anything else? There's, a, there's an app, right? You have a, a shuttle tracker, is that right? Right, so we have two brand new phone apps that passengers can download. One is called Live Shuttle Tracker. And what that does is it shows the location of the airport's economy parking lot shuttles in real time. So if you're in the economy parking lot and you're wondering when your shuttle's going to arrive at your stop, you can look at the shuttle tracker and it will give you an estimated time. So again, you're not anxiously waiting for the shuttle. And then when you arrive back at the airport, again, you can look at that shuttle tracker and see when the shuttle's going to come and pick you up and take you back to your car. So that's one new app. The other one is just a general airport phone app, and it provides users with any sort of airport information. We have um, actually the security screening wait times are on that app. That's a fairly new feature here out at the airport. If you're waiting in the security screening lines in either Terminal 1 or 2, you'll see some of the monitors. It's that same information. We also have it on our website. So if you're at the parking lot, you're thinking, gosh, I wonder how busy those uh, screening lines are going to be, and you see that the screening line in one terminal is longer than the other, you can always go to the one that has a shorter screening time and get through the line a little bit quicker. Outstanding. Nancy Vollmer has been our guest from the Salt Lake International Airport. I'm grateful to you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Uh, good luck at the airport over the next few days. It's going to be busy. You're going to have your hands full, and I'm grateful to you for spending a few moments with us here on KSL News Radio. Oh, happy to do it. Happy holidays. Next up, we're going to speak to an economist, and please, I know that yesterday we spoke to a demographer, and now an economist. I, I can assure you, I'm not trying to put you to sleep. Uh, The information they have to deliver is fascinating. It's about jobs here in the state of Utah, and it might not be exactly what you think. The jobs numbers are good, uh, but can can you have too much of a good thing? I'm going to ask an economist with the State Department of Workforce Services next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.